Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Up the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush. And guys, today is just, it's a little bit of an unusual Tuesday podcast. Normally, Tuesdays I reserve for like other pop culture moments and things like that. But after last night's Summer House episode, I I need I need to talk about it. I need to get, I needed to get to the mic. I needed to get to the people. I needed my thoughts to be heard. Um, and I don't care that only five people listen to this podcast. I am reeling, reeling. And again, Bravo hit us with another motherfucking to be continued. <sighs> so let's just jump right into it. Now, of course, you can find more of my hot takes, thoughts, opinions, concerns, questions over at thedip.com. Use code guac. That goes until April 1st, which is coming up. Crazy. It's almost we're almost out of sumo orange season, which I'm beyond fascinated fascinated by the sumo orange phenomenon that's been going on. But anywho, let's get right into Summer House. It's a big episode. It kind of like, I don't want to even say it started slow for me. I thought it was like really, really good. And then it got great and crazy. And I cannot wait for next week. I mean, I say that about Summer House every week, though. I'm like, oh my God, this was a great episode. I can't wait for next week. It's like, I need to be more Buddhist. Isn't that what they do? And they are like more in the present. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But okay, let's just jump right in and talk about Summer House. Um, It was kind of nice, I will say, probably the last two weeks. We kind of had a little break from Kyle and Amanda, like, and their situation, the tension, I'll say. So that was nice. So when we kind of started the episode with them, like talking about a prenup, I'm like, but why? Why? I I don't need this. And I mean, even Amanda said she was like, we've had three years to talk about this. Like, why now? And I'm like, because it's Kyle Cook. He waited till the last minute. I mean, I also want to know who these investors are that are concerned about his prenup. And I also have a question for the audience, for you guys I don't get the whole issue with people wanting prenups. And this is coming from someone who has nothing. So I I don't really get it. Like if I was with someone and that's what they wanted me to sign, I would say, okay, like, yeah, I I don't I don't understand the big deal, I guess. And especially in their situation, I feel like it can be so complicated because they have a lover boy and everything that's involved in that. And I'm like, if you get divorced or want to separate you don't want that situation to be so complicated and so drawn out. And I mean, people can get so fucking ugly, even if you think that that person's the sweetest person in the world. When it comes to money and heartbreak, like it's not a good situation. It can get super bad. So I'm thinking like, doesn't she want that to be protected? Like, because I think a lot of people feel that way. Like they don't want to think about the end of their relationship when they're really just starting off their marriage. And I get it. But like, you have to be smart And you also have to understand that 50% of marriages do end. Like that is just a statistic. Like that's not even like, oh, I'm I'm guessing like that. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know. I'm glad we didn't really talk about it that much. I'm glad we like moved it along. I was kind of like, okay, yeah, goodbye. And I really, really, really do not like when we have to watch the people in these houses have sex. I love a quick little bloop, like, oh, they're in bed. They're humping and pumping. Like, I get it. But I don't like it. It just like it looks so invasive and like weird and because it's so graphic and they have it on the screen for so long that I'm like, can we not? Like, I don't need to see this guy, Luciano. I don't need to see his hips thrusting and grinding all up on Lindsay. Like, I don't need to see that. And not only that, but like hear them. It's so I don't know. It makes me feel weird. It's almost like when your sims used to have sex and they would like woohoo in the bed and like the rose petals would like be thrown in the air and stuff like that's really what it reminds me of and it makes me so uncomfortable and Lindsay and this luciano guy were fucking left and right they couldn't stop and i'm like good for you girl and of course it was funny watching Paige and sierra be woken up to the sounds of Lindsay's moans and then realizing that she took a guy home after making out with austin all day they were probably like what the fuck is going on in this house like who are these people? Who are these maniacs? I enjoyed it because I also enjoyed when Maya went in Danielle and Robert's room. They had kind of the same reaction. And when Robert was like, oh, yeah, that guy just walked by the door. And they were like, what? And he's like, yeah, like she took him home. So, yeah, it it was so funny to me to watch all of them react to that. And then Lindsay, I mean, wakes up fresh as a daisy, she seemed. She threw on a cute little outfit, a sun hat, and was like, I got her drop this boy off. Like, I got to I gotta take him home. And then her going to Austin's room, he's clearly freaking out because he's like, something bad happened yesterday. I'm getting bad vibes. It's very awkward. Like, oh, boy, what did I do? What did I say? And she's like, dude, you're fine. Like, who cares? Just move on. Because I think that's truly just how Lindsay lives her life is she, like, doesn't give a fuck. And I think, too, coming into the house, going through what she went through with a miscarriage, I think, like, she definitely doesn't give a fuck about things anymore because I think it maybe put a, put life in perspective. I don't know. But she's like, I got to take Luciana home. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> like, I got to go. And then, of course, see... <sighs> I don't know. I, I have kind of mixed feelings about the amount that these people consume, like the amount of alcohol that they consume, because it's every single weekend and they go fucking hard. And like, is there a line, you know, like, is there maybe we should reel it in maybe on Friday and then we can go crazy on Saturday? I don't know. I just feel like they get like fucked up. Like Kyle can barely like form sentences. And I'm just I've never been like a big partier. I've never been a club girl. I've always been like a brunch day drink kind of person. Get home by, you know, four o'clock, take a nap, wake up, feel like shit. You take an Excedrin, you you order takeout like that's that's more my speed. And I don't know, like, it just kind of makes me a little uncomfortable seeing them get that drunk. And then they wake up like everything is fine and like they don't feel or look bad. I'm like, how do you how does this happen? Because I mean, I look worse when I have like a 10 hour perfect night's sleep. I look like shit. And then seeing the mess that they make every party is I would fucking hate that. There is like nothing I want to do when I'm hungover and feel like dog shit 
than to wake up and clean. And not only clean, but like pour out the old alcohol and the unfinished cans into this bucket and like smelling it all. Like I could smell that scene. Like I could smell it. Like the heat was literally rising off of the cans. Like it was truly disgusting because it's also, you know, a beginning of August, mid-August, I think at this point. So it's super hot. It's like, oh my God. It's just like, and it's probably so sticky. Like their flip-flops probably stick to the ground. Ugh. But then, you know, we did get to see Mackenzie. She was, um, she's a nice, sweet girl. I, I also just don't, I don't see it working for them. And obviously we know that it doesn't because he's with Lindsay now. But they just don't really seem to have like a spark or like a chemistry. They just seem like two nice, normal people that just happen to be put in reality television. Like it doesn't seem like it's deeper than that. And I know that I think like in the moment they kind of tried to make it a little deeper because they were like, you know, thank you so much for being understanding. And he was she was like wiping his face. And I'm like. I don't think so. I'm not feeling it. I mean, she did comment on his breath a few times and that was stressful because there's nothing worse than being told you smell or like feeling like you smell. There is no, it is it makes you so self-conscious. So yeah. And then, I mean, to see Mackenzie kind of clean up the house while I don't think pageants here ever lift a finger is crazy. And it drives me nuts. Like it really bothers me that they don't really seem to ever help clean up. Um, or do, I don't know, anything, I guess. So I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. Don't, don't love it. And of course, it's like very awkward with, you know, Austin and Sierra. He comes out. She's not talking to him. He's kind of acting like, like he's kind of acting like nothing happened. And I think that that's Austin's way of like just trying to just b- sweep it under the rug like he's just gonna act like okay yep everything's fine even though he knows it's not because he doesn't want to have confrontation and I don't blame him to be completely honest with you I I'm not a big confrontation person either so it's like I get it I totally fucking get it uh not saying that I take Austin's side whatsoever because he is truly a monster and don't even get me fucking started on his manipulation Instagram stories over the weekend so clearly he's kind of been silent MIA on social media for the last like week since last week's episode and kind of laying low, if you will. And um, yeah, like he posted on his Instagram story comments that people were apparently making on his sister's Instagram, like commenting on her look or her clothes. I don't know. Not very nice comments, which is not nice, guys. Don't do that. But it's kind of in his caption on the photo on Instagram story was like, and you guys think I'm a monster and yet you comment things like that. And he only did that so he could get the response from his, you know, the people that that like him that are like, oh, my God, that's so messed up. You're not that bad. Like just to give him a fucking boost. And like, I don't subscribe to that. It's you're fine, Austin. You're literally fine. You're a menace and you're on three television shows and you run these women ragged like it's all good. These are your choices in your life that you're choosing to make and how your choices are affecting other people. And you don't seem to care. And that, that I'm sorry, like consequences suck, but they have to happen. And I'm sorry that you chose this profession of being on a reality show where you act like a fucking fool, like an asshole. And now I'm sorry, but viewers are going to have a reaction to that. I don't know why this is like so shocking. I think because him and Craig get a lot of praise from viewers when they're on Summer House. I mean, Southern Charm. 
that I don't think he's used to this. Like, I don't think he, it's like, yeah, this is the big leagues. Summer House is like, we don't fuck around. People that watch Summer House, I think, are a different demographic than maybe Southern Charm. And now maybe they're going to blend together because Craig is on the show. Paige is going to be on uh, Southern Charm. Who knows? But I- I'm not buying Austin's like weird bullshit about like, leave my sister alone. It's like, okay, like we got it. It's weirdo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. I don't necessarily agree with how Sierra handled the situation, and we'll get to that more later on in the episode. But I do feel really bad for her because being embarrassed and being made to look like a fool is the is one of the worst feelings. It's so like you're just frustrated and you just want to cry. So I did feel really, really bad for her when she was up in her room with Paige and she's just like, he embarrassed me. Like he made me look like a fucking clown. Like he comes up here. I'm excited to see him. And then like, this is how he treats me. It's just like. Yeah, girl, it's like that's that's why I don't understand. Like, I don't get how then months later she defends him on Watch What Happens Live. And then that's what makes it so weird is seeing how him and Lindsay are good. And then he bashed her on Watch What Happens Live. I'm just like, exactly. Like, how does this happen? Like, I feel like we might be missing something when it comes to Sierra and Austin because like, are there text messages between the two of them where, like, he's professing his love for her? Like, is there something that, like, we're just not getting? Because I don't fully understand this, like, love she has for him. I get that, like, you really, really liked him, but that was five months ago. And, like, you don't live in the same city. He, I believe last week she did say that he they don't even talk every day. Like, so he doesn't put in any effort. I'm just, like, how is this happening? And I mean, I think because she is like fairly young, like, I don't know. I I need her to get a grip because crying over Austin is like not the move. Um, And her saying that he just had like no regard for her, like really made me sad, you know? And then and then we get back to the city and I always kind of like touching down on them a little bit when we're in the city. I mean, they used to do it, I think, a lot more like we used to see Kyle like riding his city bike, like with his backpack on and you know, Carl hailing taxis and all that. Um, But we do get to see Maya. She goes on a date with this Oliver guy from the pool party from Lindsay's birthday that she met that Danielle kind of like set them up together. 
And I just can't get a read on Maya in this situation because like, and it's kind of how she was in the pool with him. And I think like she's just not ready to open up or like let herself like someone, but she's being kind of harsh on them and not in a way like where I'm reading it as like, oh, she's flirting with him. Like I truly wrote down in my notes, like these two do not seem to have chemistry. But then later on the episode, she's talking to Dan- to Danielle and she's like, I really like him. 10 out of 10 date, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? I felt that there was nothing. Like they were not agreeing on which French fries condiments to, to use. And guys, the answer is never ketchup. Ketchup is disgusting. And the fact that this man chose a waffle fry made my skin crawl. Oliver is hot, but his French fry taste is trash. Fucking trash. Uh, it's never the waffle fry. I will be making a community post about this, about what is the best potato fry, a uh, sweet potato, waffle fry, steak fry, a wedge, a truffle fry. Guys, the list goes on. Anywho. So then the other girlies, uh, Paige, Sierra, and Amanda, they all go to Paige's apartment. Paige has like smoothies and croissants. It's very cute. They go to the rooftop. They're talking about whatever happened last weekend. And Paige says, Austin is the most to blame for the weekend. And then Amanda says, I don't even blame Lindsay. So you have your two besties in the house. Besties, BFFs, telling you, like, this is Austin's fucking problem. Like, Lindsay is not to blame in this situation. And Sierra still was like, I'm going to talk to her. She has no, like, she does not respect me. She does not care about my feelings. And it's like, no, she doesn't. She doesn't. Did, did you? And I get that there's, you know, they're saying that Sierra did talk to Lindsay about like the whole I love you thing. But I think Lindsay knows when to take an L and she's not going to fucking fight for a guy that tells her that he doesn't like her. So she might have felt like, OK, I liked him. But if he's saying like, yeah, you're like my sister, she's not going to sit around and fight for that. So she's going to be like, yeah, sure. OK, sounds good. And then we get old Craigie back. Craigie, Craigie, Craigie is back. He is coming to the Hamptons with Paige. And they start talking about like future plans, spending more time together. Because I I mean, I don't do long distance relationships. That sounds so stressful. But I know that you always have to kind of have a plan in place for the next time you're going to see each other, like before you leave each other. Does that make sense? So like they're planning ahead. They're like, oh, yeah, when you come down for the wedding, that'll be great. Oh, when I come down, you know, after the summer, aka when they stop filming, she's like, I'll come down. And then he says to her that he wants her to come to Delaware and play with the dogs and, you know, go to the the pier and do all the Delaware shit, eat the crabs. And her face like lights up like she is so excited. And then this fucking man says, yeah, I know you're not going to overthink it, but I just like want to express to you that I'm, you know, having a great time with you, but I just don't want to be official. Those are his exact words. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know. Like, what? He's literally, this is why boys drive me fucking crazy. Most men, most fuck boys, this is their problem. They want everything but the label. They will tell you their deepest, darkest secret. They will introduce you to their family, their friends, spend every day with you, have a toothbrush at their house, you know, have stuff that you like to eat in their fridge, like have it stocked up and ready to go. Like, you know, they have like your favorite blanket. Like they fucking do that shit. And then we'll be like, but you're not my girlfriend. It's like, what do you think a girlfriend is? Like, because that's, babe, that's like what we're doing. 
And she, you know, I felt bad for her, too, because in the moment she's like playing it off like she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm not that girl. Like, I'm a cool girl. And it's like, no, that's weird. That's really weird because he's literally describing a relationship. And I'm glad that she had the boundary of saying in a confessional, like, yeah, I'm not going to meet his parents until I'm his girlfriend. Like, that's not something I'm doing. I'm not going to be just another girl that you meet. Like, that's no. And I was like, good for you, Paige. Yes, that's fucking right. That's what I want to hear. And then I guys, Alex is just like not on the show anymore. He's just not on the show. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were like, we can't even write you a check. Like you're not giving us anything. They literally said, get the fuck out of here. And I want to know why. Like, do we see him again? I don't think so. I don't think we ever see him come back. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what the fuck happened? Um, I want to ask him. I did slide in his DMs and try to figure it out, but he, of course, didn't respond. But Andrea is throwing this party. I love a theme party. So do they. And he's throwing, guys, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try to attempt to pronounce it. But I guess that's like this thing that happens in Italy every summer for two weeks. People like take vacation. Guys, Europe sounds amazing. America is disgusting. We literally work to the fucking bone. No one takes vacations. No one. And if you do take a vacation, you're still worried about work. Like everyone is so stressed out here. I want to go to Europe because they I feel like they just have a better quality of life over there. You know, they have free health care, universal health care, because I know someone's going to be in my comments like it's not it's not free. Like you have to do this. It's like, leave me alone. Like America is just falling apart. America is raggedy. And I don't care what any of you say. Anyway, so they're having this like Italian party. Andrea is going to cook for everybody this like beautiful Italian meal. And he throws some shade at Craig. And I enjoyed it. He said he pulled out the bottle of wine, the bottles, correct, bottles of wine. And he goes, better than the boxed wine from Craig. And I was like, yes, sir. I was like, get, get it together. Like Craig is so cringe. And I'm every week, I'm literally just like amazed that Paige picked Craig over Andrea. Like amazed by it. And ultimately, I think that it worked out in everyone's favor because I will share at the end of the episode what I know about Andrea currently. Okay. So I think Lindsay might have like blacked out on her birthday because she doesn't, I don't think, remember Sierra trying to talk to her. Uh, But I also kind of, I can't figure out Maya because I feel like she plays both sides and says different things to each group of girls. And maybe she's just like genuinely friends with them. I know that she hangs out with Danielle and Lindsay like outside of filming. And I think she hangs out with Sierra too. I don't know for sure. But it just seemed kind of weird. Like she wrote up with Sierra, heard her take on it, knew Sierra was going to have a talk with Lindsay that night. And then like says all that stuff. I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird, you know. And then we flash back to the boys in the kitchen. They're having this conversation. And they're having this conversation with Carl about Mackenzie. And I'm really confused because he's like, I really want to take it slow with her. But like when he was there, like he was like all about her. Like he was so excited to see her. He was asking everyone's opinion on her. He loved having her around. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like it was all of that. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I only I talked to her a lot the last two days. It's like, what's going on with Carl? 
and I'm going to say something, you guys. And I am I go back and forth with it. I really do. I really love to see Carl's growth, but I don't think being in the house is a healthy place for him considering how much these people party. And they don't just like have drinks at dinner. Like they get fucking out of their minds every day. Like the moment they walk into that house, there is rosé flowing immediately. And I just want Carl to like be happy and I really don't want him off the show. But at the same time, like I kind of do because I'm like, I don't know really what he's like. He's not really bringing it, you know, and that makes you feel bad because it's like I know that he's on this like sobriety journey. And I obviously like anyone who does that has my utmost respect and, you know, everything that he went through last summer with his brother. I just and the anniversary of his brother and everything like that, like horrible. But uh, I just... I just, I don't know, but it really made me laugh when him and Luke were having, and Kyle were having this kind of serious conversation about Carl and Mackenzie. <laughs> and you just see Andrea in the little chef's hat, just bopping around in the back. He's not really paying attention. He's not engaged in the conversation really, or they're not showing that. And he's just like cutting up prosciutto. He's like throwing in the tomatoes. <laughs> like it's just, oh, uh, it really made me laugh because he also just looks so cute in that little hat. It was just like, so good. So Paige and Sierra are up in the bedroom and Maya comes up there and starts kind of like gassing them up, in my opinion, like starts to kind of like fuel the fire and tells them what Lindsay was saying downstairs. And I'm like, Maya, 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 Maya. It's so Dorinda Medley of her. It's like, that is what I want. She's earning her paycheck, but also at the same time, like what the fuck is happening? And Sierra's just getting madder. She's getting madder and she's getting emotional and she's getting more upset. Paige pulls her into the bathroom because she sees her crying and she knows that she's so embarrassed to cry on the camera, which I totally get. I would not like that at all. And she's like, he's not fucking worth this. Like, you are such a good person and he's literal trash. But then she also throws Lindsay in there and she's like, they're both awful people. Like, they're both bad people. So say what you want to say. Let's get it fucking going. So when they go downstairs, they're at dinner. I mean, the dinner table looked beautiful, you guys. It was filled to the brim with all the yummy Italian delicacies that you would ever want. And Andrea decides that he wants to start, you know, he wants to do the tradition that they do in Italy where they go around the table with wine and they talk about love and everything like that. So that's what they start talking about. Everyone, you know, says what they think love is. And it was really cute. Then they get to Andrea, you guys. And he is emotional. He's like crying. And they're like, dude, are you okay? Like, I feel like no one was really like acknowledging the fact that Andrea is sitting at the head of this table, bawling his eyes out. And they're just all going around the table. I'm like, he's crying right now. Like, what's going on? (laughs) Like, it was kind of crazy. And then they get to Sierra. And Sierra starts talking about love and respect and looks dead ass at Lindsay and is like, Lindsay, since everyone's at the table, I want to talk to you about what the fuck happened last week. And she goes into this, like, speech. Lindsay, I think, was drunk a little bit during this because her eyes kept kind of closing. She was kind of swaying a little bit. I don't know. But she didn't seem fully there and just, like, let it happen. Like, she literally was taking it like a champ, in my opinion. Like, she literally doesn't give a fuck 
about Sierra. And I want to know more about that. Like, why not? Like, where did this originate? What like what started this? Because I don't fully get it. Did it start last summer? Because Sierra really didn't spend that much time, I don't think, with Lindsay or Danielle. She spent a lot of time with Hannah and Paige. So, I mean, I don't know. But Sierra was like going in on Lindsay, talking about her character, talking about how she's reckless, how everyone just brushes her off and is just like, oh, yeah, that's Lindsay. And Paige and Sierra's like, I'm not going to fucking do that anymore. Okay. I need a reaction pic of every single one of their faces because they're all so uncomfortable. Um, Carl looks like he's ready to like just run out the door. Craig was laughing at one point. Amanda and Kyle keep looking at each other. Luke is looking at Andrea, who's fully having a breakdown at the head of the table. And Paige looks, in my opinion, a little too gleeful that this is all happening, which I didn't really enjoy that, to be honest. Like, I think it's funny for, like, reaction pictures and whatever to, like, have someone during drama, like, smiling. But when we get to the confrontation, it just gets, like, more heated and more heated. And Lindsay's like, yeah, I don't think about you. Like, I, you are not, she literally, this is a quote, you are not on my mind. And that probably triggered Sierra so much because then she was like, you isolate your victims. And I was like, your Alston is not her victim. Like, what does that even mean? I was like, that that's weird. And then calling her reckless and doing all of that. And Danielle's just sitting there like, what is going on? And Lindsay starts to kind of like argue back because then Sierra brings up Vermont and Sierra's like, you know what we had in Vermont and you, you saw how we were in with each other and you know how we're with each other. Lindsay's like, that was five months ago. And just how you don't know how, just how I don't know how you are with Austin. You don't know how we are with Austin. And Lindsay's, I think her point of view is like, we've been casually making out for four years. I did not think that this was a big deal. Like I, Lindsay casually makes out with everybody. Like if you don't remember, like she's made out with Alex. She makes out with Luciano. She makes out with everybody. Like there was, she was getting finger banged by Carl at one point a couple seasons ago, casually. Like, and Sierra's just getting more heated and more heated. And then finally Danielle, well then Craig kind of chimes in at one point. And he's like, yeah, I'm so fucking mad at Austin right now. And so there's like lots of different conversations. Luke had to take Andrea outside. Andrea's crying about Lexi, this girl that he was dating kind of before a page. He's crying. Luke is out there uh, comforting him. Craig is yelling about how he's mad at Austin. And then Sierra stands up because Danielle starts getting involved. And Danielle is like just trying to get Sierra to hear her. So she's like, no, no, no. Austin tried to say something and she couldn't get the words out because Sierra kept coming at her. And then Sierra gets up and Danielle's like, sit the fuck down. Like, you're not going to stand up over me. Like, that's so crazy. And then shit just pops off. And then Sierra's like, I have a problem with you and fucking Lindsay. And talked about like how she's felt disregarded by them. And I want to know more about that. Like, what happened there? And then Danielle stands up and they start screaming at each other. There's candelabras being thrown. At one point, Sierra threw a glass. And then it broke on Danielle's chest. And then it goes to be continued. And I was like, are you mother fucking kidding me? I am so sick and goddamn tired of the to be continued. I can't take it anymore. I am so tired of them. Like every episode, I'm like, can we just like 
watch a fight play out and just see what happens. I don't get like why it's like, I mean, I do get it because it's like ratings, blah, blah, blah. But I'm so tired of it. And fun fact, Lexi and Andrea are together right now. I think they got back together winter time. So that's really sweet because you see how much he really cared for this Lexi girl. You know, as he said, she really worked her way into my heart. And I was like, that's so sweet again if Paige you picked Craig. But Paige and Craig do seem really happy together, I will say. Um, don't love how he gaslights her. It's not a favorite, you know, pastime of mine. But it is what it is. They're together. Um, I don't know, you guys. I am just really curious, like, what's going to happen at the reunion because Allison, uh, bestie of the pod, executive editor of The Dip, actually talked to Danielle. There's the chat. It's live on our site, thedip.com. Use code guac for 90% off. And, you know, she talks a lot about Lindsay. She talks about a lot about, a lot about Sierra. She's like, and then, you know, she's, she's basically like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, this is great. Like, she's dumbfounded that this all happened. Yeah, it's a lot, you guys. It's a lot to process. We have, you know, a lot going on, a lot on our minds, you know, with everything that's going on with the Oscars. And I mean, someone tweeted that they said Monique and Candace in season five prepared us for this moment. And I think that that is truly what we're getting with Summer House right now, because I think the world's going to be pretty divided. And honestly, I think Lindsay was really surprised that more people were on her side last week because Lindsay doesn't tend to fall fan favorite. Paige is definitely a fan favorite. So yeah, I think that that really, really surprised her. But I do want to know more of backstory on all of this. Like, I want to know more backstory on Austin and Sierra because the way that she says that she has feelings for this man, I'm like, why? Like, what did he do to you in Vermont? I just don't get it. And it was like months. I don't know. I just don't get it. But Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hot Off The Mess. I will catch you guys all on Instagram. Talk to me there and talk to me at The Dip. I'm always over there as well, chit-chatting it up, talking about literally everything and anything that comes to my mind. So definitely go check that out. And I will see you guys later this week. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.